Welcome to the Autoimmune Doc Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Taylor Crick. I love teaching people about the underlying mechanisms behind autoimmunity and chronic disease. I believe that when you understand the mechanisms, the solutions become obvious. For more information, visit our website at www.autoimmuneeducationacademy.com. You can sign up for our email list. You can look at lab testing, supplements, see my YouTube channel, check out other podcast episodes, uh, or more. Lastly, people like your mom or your friends are looking for answers like the ones provided in this podcast. And I say that every episode, even though this is only episode number three, because people like my mom and my friends are looking for this podcast, and I don't know how old you are. So, uh, but a lot of people are looking for this. So please share this with somebody. Uh, go over there, show them how the podcast app works, get them subscribed so that they are notified when new episodes come out. Help uh, help somebody out, and also make sure that you subscribe and give us a review so that more people like your mom and your friends can find our podcast. Today's episode is about the three stages of autoimmune disease. So this episode, quite frankly, might not take very long, but this is a really, really important concept to understand when you have autoimmunity or you have symptoms. Because, you know, sometimes people will say, oh, you know, the doctors ruled out autoimmunity. Well, first off, no, they, no, they didn't. Um, not at all, but a lot of times your symptoms, you might not have diagnosable autoimmune disease or you'll just say, you know, no, the, the doctors looked for MS or the doctors looked for this and, and they, I don't know, they, they weren't able to find it or why do I still have symptoms? This is a really, really important concept. The other thing is that, you know, if you leave this fire burning long enough, you it will lead to to problems, right? Um, and so if you can detect that the fire is burning before the house has burned down, don't you think that that's a good idea? So running these, uh, finding these predictive autoantibodies, finding these predictive autoantibodies can let you know in advance, years in advance, before something more serious happens. And that's a big thing with, you know, even what we do in practice. There's there's Alzheimer's, you know, antibody panels that can be run that are predictive autoantibodies. And there's a paper that I'll that I'll link in the show notes that just talks about how predictive autoantibodies um, precede clinical symptomatology and clinical diagnosis. So that's part of this. So I said uh, something about a fire earlier. I don't even remember what I said, but. I, and I use that metaphor a lot with autoimmunity, and it's going to make sense with today's episode. So with a fire and, and with you know autoimmunity being like a fire, being inflammation, autoimmune inflammation, the amount of inflammation is going to determine the amount of damage that is done. So it's all about inflammation. So fire can be small. It can be uh, a candle. So I talked about, uh, you know, in the last episode, even you could have a candle on a table. I talk about this metaphor a lot. You could have a candle on a table. You could knock it off onto the floor and it lights a rug on fire and you got a bigger problem. Or that could catch the entire house on fire 
and you've got an even bigger problem. And, and some are more manageable than others. It can go from very well controlled to not a problem at all to out of control very quickly. Or you can catch it somewhere in between and kind of fight it back. But those are the three stages kind of of, of fire in, in this particular context. And there are three stages of autoimmune disease that are really, really similar. So, and again, you know, you might be in stage three with one autoimmune process. So let's say that you have rheumatoid arthritis. Like sometimes people will come in to me and they'll have rheumatoid arthritis and we'll run labs and we'll find out that they also have Hashimoto's. Because Hashi's is easy to diagnose, so I use that example a lot. But, but they might not know it. They might not be having thyroid symptoms, or they might their thyroid might not even be affected yet. But in autoimmunity, if you have autoimmune disease happening in one tissue, you will likely develop it in other tissues because the body has lost the ability to recognize self from non-self. So, for example, in Hashimoto's, the most common areas to also be attacked are the cerebellum, the stomach, and, and the gut. You know, celiac is, is not uncommon. But, um, so you can be in stage three in one tissue, and you might be in a different stage in another tissue. Meaning like at your house, your bathroom might be a lost cause. It might be burned down. But the bedroom might be just starting. And so if you can get to that soon enough, maybe you can salvage it in, in the context of this metaphor, you know, get out of the house. <laughs> but um, so what are these three stages? So stage one is called silent autoimmunity. So that is when antibodies are able to be detected. Self-tissue autoantibodies. So these could be antibodies against the thyroid, like thyroid peroxidase or thyroglobulin or some other you know, more obscure ones, TSH receptor or thyroid-stimulating immunoglobulin. Um, but antibodies against the thyroid. But you have no thyroid problems. You have no thyroid symptoms. And maybe it was a, a freak finding on routine lab work. But you have silent autoimmunity. Maybe you have antibodies against the brain. Like, for example, maybe somebody comes into my office for Hashimoto's. And we do lab work. And sure enough, they have antibodies against their brain. But they had no idea. And they have no symptoms. They have no cause for concern. Maybe it's antibodies against something called GAD65 or these you know, enzymes that do certain things. So like GAD65 antibodies, common cause of, of anxiety uh, associated with diabetes, associated with a, a, a myriad of different things. Um, but maybe you don't have any problems in those areas yet, but we just find the antibodies. Maybe the antibodies are against joints or reproductive organs. So antibodies are something that your body produces, your immune system produces that flags a certain tissue as bad. So this is like, again, let's say, you know, somebody is uh, driving through your town 
and they haven't done anything wrong. The cops haven't pulled them over yet, but the cops have flagged them as bad, and they're keeping an eye on them, and they're keeping their eye out for them, but nothing's happened yet. So that's when we can measure antibodies in the blood. That one's pretty straightforward. So these can be tested, you know, through LabCorp. They can be tested. Uh, Cyrex is, is, is probably the best. You know, Cyrex Array 5 um, is common. And, and sometimes, again, Cyrex Array 5 tests like, I think, 24 different tissue antibodies. And generally what I will find on that is that people have autoimmunity in areas that they were not familiar with. They might have joint pain and rheumatoid arthritis, but they might also have autoimmunity against their ovaries. Or they might have autoimmunity against myelin and, and myelin basic protein in their brain and in their nervous system. So that's stage one. State, uh, in Cyrex Array 5, I guess. Uh, stage two, then... So the damage has gotten a little further. Stage two is called reactive. So this is still not diagnosable, okay? And stage three, I'll tell you, is full-blown autoimmune disease. Stage two is reactive. Reactive means that you have antibodies. So we know that the process is going on, and you have symptoms. You're starting to feel it. So we know what process is going on. We know that the house is on fire. We know that, that that's what's going on, but we, don't, it, we haven't lost it yet. And, and maybe that's a bad metaphor with the house, but you have antibodies and you have symptoms. So we know what the mechanism is, but you're starting to feel it. This is a majority. This is where you know most people, when they go in, they don't have like full-blown RA or full-blown MS. And the problem with this stage is that people can spend decades in this stage and be told for decades, nothing's wrong. We don't know what's wrong with you. We don't know what's wrong with you. And then decades later, they're told, oh, you have MS. And they're like, well, crap. You know, I had these symptoms for the last de several decades but nobody's been able to tell me anything. So if, it, if it's not yet to the diagnosable stage, the medical system just doesn't have a lot of options. You know, if you don't have MS, then you're not getting treated for MS. Or if you don't have hypothyroidism, you're not getting treated for that. That one's actually false. Sometimes you get over-treated. But you get the point of, like, if you don't meet the diagnostic criteria, sometimes you're kind of SOL. Uh, without any solutions. So let's say that you have thyroid antibodies and you have symptoms. Let's say you have, you've gained 10 pounds, you're tired, your hair is falling out, and you're constipated. But when the doctors look at your labs, when your primary care practitioner looks at your labs, you aren't hypothyroid yet. Your TSH is you know, 2.2, and you're, you know, that's all they look at, let's say. So they say, uh, you're, you know, we checked your thyroid, your thyroid looks great. First off, that is, that couldn't be further from the truth. Oftentimes that is the case. They'll just look at TSH, and they'll say, we checked your thyroid, your thyroid's fine. That's not checking the thyroid. That's just checking TSH. But still, you have a myriad of symptoms. Something is going on with your thyroid, but for your primary care physician, 
they they don't really care until your numbers get higher and then they put you on thyroid meds but if your numbers are low then it's like well what do you want me to do you're they base the treatment off of the numbers so they're doing the right thing in their field and in their scope and in their standard of care but you're still the person left with symptoms or let's say you have we detect you know myelin antibodies so we know that your immune system is attacking the myelin sheath around your nerves so myelin basic protein is is you know the the typical clinical antibody that we'll find for this and let's say you have a lot of dizziness and you're having a lot of balance problems like you're tripping over your own feet and you're kind of like you know kind of stumbling like you're drunk uh, but you've been to Mayo Clinic and your MRI is fine so you don't have MS but those autoantibodies could be predictive of MS and again in the study that I will put in the show notes it, it says that exactly it says that uh, myelin basic protein and a couple of other antibodies are predictive of multiple sclerosis and within one to three years the paper says from seeing these antibodies that you could see this disease process begin to appear now in, that that is very up in the air you know somebody could uh, be removed from the trigger somebody could do something immunologically that kind of calms that fire down or they could do something immunologically that really speeds that fire up maybe they go out on a weekend bender of pizza ice cream bunch of beer and no sleep and you know red eye and catch a infection on the plane on the way back and all of a sudden they're in full-blown autoimmune disease and like that things can change very quickly each case is very very unique that's the mystery of autoimmune disease too is it makes it hard to explain from a scientific standpoint because why would one person respond this way and another person respond that way but there are a lot of people in this subclinical phase uh, with autoimmunity but not autoimmune disease they aren't bad enough yet to be diagnosed and, and so they get told we don't know what's wrong with you sorry but they still feel like crap then stage three is diagnosable autoimmune disease and once you have that you have that you have autoimmune disease for life it is progressive it is degenerative um and yeah you just you have autoimmune disease and you're going to have that diagnosis forever now that can go in flares and remissions and the things that you do with your lifestyle again can really really slow the progression of that disease but you have that disease now so let's go back to just a, a couple examples um, let's say rheumatoid arthritis so let's say for some reason you run labs and you have you know rheumatoid antibodies rheumatoid factor and you're like huh I had no idea that's stage one okay let's say you took an x-ray and nothing's wrong with your joints your hands feel fine and you're like, huh, interesting. I have silent autoimmunity stage one. That's not autoimmune disease. That's not diagnosis. That's just a process that's happening in your body. You leave that fire burning long enough, 
and the house can could burn down, but right now it's not a problem. Stage two, let's say you leave that fire burning for a while, and you're like, man, my hands kind of hurt. And you go in and you get an x-ray, and your joints are still fine. And they're like, huh, everything looks fine. It's not rheumatoid arthritis. But that's interesting that your joints kind of hurt. Try this or don't try this or we don't have anything for you because it's not RA. Um, or try this painkiller or something. That's stage two. Stage three, after the tissue has been destroyed long enough, after the inflammation has been present long enough that it is detectable and we can see it now, your hands are hurting and we look at an x-ray and we can see joint erosion, then you have rheumatoid arthritis. That is the problem with that is that we can catch that sooner through diagnostic lab testing, through looking for antibodies, these predictive autoantibodies. You know, one time I had this neurology nurse practitioner tell my patient that her, her neurological antibodies didn't matter. This patient was having neurosymptoms and, and, you know, had neuroantibodies, had neurological autoimmunity, and was told that her neuroantibodies didn't matter from somebody who didn't know what they were talking about. And so we can, you know, I, we didn't, I would love to, but you could send her this study and say, like, what are you, what are you talking about? Um, but yeah. Um, and then MS, the other example, RA and MS are great examples. MS, let's say you have myelin antibodies, stage one. Stage two, let's say you're starting to have symptoms. Let's say it's headaches, dizziness, balance problems, whatever. Um, the MS hug. Then stage three, you got full-blown MS when you've got lesions on your MRI. I have heard it said that it takes you have to lose 30% of brain tissue for that to be detectable by MRI. Every time I say this, I say I, I, I don't know this for a fact because most of the things I say – if they're facts, then I know that they're facts, and I got them from the literature and from research. This one I think I heard somewhere. Um, but if you want to wait till that point to know that you have MS, and then all of a sudden you you believe it, you can do something way in advance. And I think that Alzheimer's is the biggest thing right now. Of the, like everybody wants to avoid that. So there is a panel from Cyrex called the uh, uh, Lynx. Alzheimer's panel, and it's just looking for these predictive autoantibodies that you could track and kind of see, like, am I on the path for this or, or am I not? Um, but anyway, these are the three stages of autoimmune disease. So for show notes, now one thing before I say show notes, there, I have a video about this with the exact same information. Sometimes it's just a little bit different when there's a slideshow. So watch the video. It's probably about the same length, quite frankly. And I just go through some slides, and, and really, it's the same info. Um, but I think that this is a really, 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 really important concept. Otherwise, for show notes, to check out that study, those will be on the website, autoimmuneeducationacademy.com. Give us a review. Give us a rating. All the things. Subscribe. Find me on Instagram, autoimmunedoc. Um, and yeah, until next time, enjoy.